The Gut Pharmacist Podcast with Riley Ramosco, traditional naturopath and holistic nutritionist. Udo Erasmus is the co-founder of Udo's Choice line, which can be found in Whole Foods and other health food stores worldwide. Udo walked a difficult path to become the man he is today. As an adult, he got pesticide poisoning in 1980, leaving doctors at a loss regarding treatment. Deciding to take his health into his own hands, Udo began researching, and his discoveries led him to a passion for finding the answers to life's big questions, which would hopefully one day bring him and the world peace. Udo is an acclaimed speaker and author of many books, including the best-selling Fats That Heal, Fats That Kill, and he teaches at various events hosted by Tony Robbins and Deepak Chopra, and he has keynoted on so many international conferences. Udo has an extensive education in biochemistry, genetics, biology, nutrition, and has a master's degree in counseling psychology. Udo is going to talk about fats today and all the nuances. Udo is such an amazing resource for many topics, but he is best known for fats that heal and fats that kill. So let's bring him on. Welcome to the Gut Pharmacist podcast. Today we have an honorable guest, Udo Erasmus, who is an expert in wellness, especially when it comes to fats. You might know Udo's Choice Oils, very popular brand, so I'm thankful to have him on. Thanks for being here, Udo. Oh, glad to be on. It's always fun to talk to people and try to shed a little light on uh, how people can live better. Oh, absolutely. So give us a a brief history and background with your health issues. I know you had some serious issues when you were a child. And then why eventually fats became your focus? Yeah, well, the longer story is I came out of the Second World War. Uh, The short story is when I was uh, 38 years old, I got poisoned by pesticides because I'd sprayed them carelessly for three years after my marriage broke up and uh, I was very upset and I wanted to kill something. So pesticide is perfect job for someone who wants to kill something and not go to jail. Right. And, uh, and so I sprayed pesticides very carelessly. And after three years of doing that, I got poisoned by them. Now I said, you know, it's not like I didn't have warnings. Somebody asked me, aren't you worried you're going to get poisoned? I used to spray with a big tank on a tractor. Uh, you know, the tank was full of pesticides in a bathing suit. Oh, man. And, and this wind would drift the, drift the spray on my back because it was a summer job and I wanted to get a tan. Right. <laughs> of course. And so I walked barefoot over the lawns I sprayed and then the skin peeled off the bottom of my feet. So then I wore rubber boots, but I was, but I was still in a bathing suit with rubber boots. Right. And uh, I, somebody said, or don't you worry, aren't you worried you're going to get poisoned? I said, nah, I'm immune. And I wasn't immune. Three years later, I got poisoned. Went to the doctor, said, what do you have for pesticide poisoning? And she said, nothing. And that was then when the penny dropped, wow. really dropped. Oh, yes, my health is my responsibility. Now, I kind of knew that, but I just never really took it that seriously. And I wasn't really into junk food since... You know, I came off a farm without electricity. We had a big garden. I ate lots of vegetables and I didn't cook. So I ate a lot of raw stuff and very simple, but I didn't really pay attention to it. 
And then I got, because I had background in biochemistry and genetics and the biological sciences, where you learn about how living things work. It's kind of a good foundation if you're interested in health to take biological sciences more than taking nutrition, actually. Right. Because you get the foundation for how living things work. And it's a broad perspective. So, so I had that. And uh, I went into the journals and looked at all the work done on health and nutrition, disease and nutrition. Uh, you know, the idea is your body is made out of food plus water and air, but I was just thinking food at that time. And your body's always turning over, like every year, 98% of the atoms in your body are removed and replaced. So your body is a, literally a major construction site. And it's always turning over. So if something goes wrong with your health, because it turns over so fast, what you have to do is you have to raise your standard of intake. And within one year, you will have rebuilt 98% of your body to a higher standard. But you got to set the standard for right. it to happen. You could also make yourself sick by setting a lower standard. Yep. Right? That's how it works, because in, if you set a lower standard, in a year, 98% of your body will have been rebuilt to a lower standard. And that's how why healing is possible, because literally you raise the standard, your body gets rebuilt to a higher standard. And so I, I was looking at everything, minerals, vitamins, amino acids, proteins, carbs, fats, everything. And I got stuck on fats because it was the most confusing area. For instance, at one point, I read one, one study done on omega-6s, which are essential fatty acids, essential, essential nutrients that your body can't make, but you have to have to live and be healthy. So they have to come from outside. So one says omega-6 is essential. You have to have it to live and be healthy. And the next study I read said omega-6s give you cancer and kill you. And it just like, What? You know, I need it for health and then it kills me. It's like that sums up the nutrition world. <laughs> there's there's something really wrong here. Yeah. Right. And so that drove me nuts. And I it but it forced me to to try and reconcile how can that why is that? It forced me to look at how oils are made. And what I realized is that the damage done by omega sixes or the damage that omega sixes are blamed for should be blamed on the damage done to the omega-6s by industrial processing when cooking oils are made and by what we do with those oils in our kitchen where we stick them in the frying pan and damage them by light by oxygen and by heat those three damage oils they're very very sensitive and and so we're doing it first the industry does it to us and then we do it to ourselves right and so I start, so then I said, well, I can't get healthy on oils that are damaged. They're about damaged about half to 1% by the industrial processing. And I said, I can't get healthy on oils like that. We should make them with health in mind. So I started designing it. You have to make a very tight system where light, oxygen, and heat don't get to the oil. You got to start with organic. So there's no pesticides that you have to blow off because that damages the oil more. And so we developed a method for, and then the year after I got poisoned, it was established that omega-3 is also an essential nutrient. 
and 99% of the population doesn't get enough. Every cell needs them. There's got to be lots of problems that come from not getting enough omega-3. And I said, oh my God, oh my God, if we could make oils with health in mind, and omega-3s, by the way, are five times more sensitive to damage by light, oxygen, and heat than omega-6s. Wow. And I, and I cares, oh my God, if we could make them with health in mind and we could bring them into the population, we could help almost everybody because 99% of the population doesn't get enough. Oh my God, I got so excited. It was <laughs> like, oh my God, I have found a purpose for living. We could help so many people because it feels good to help. It does. You know, there's something in human nature. It feels good to help people. And so that's what, that was the drive. That was the drive. I had no business background. The enthusiasm was through the roof. And so we basically built flax oil in 1986 because it's the richest source of omega-3. That was my first oil, but it's a poorly balanced oil. So then I became omega-6 deficient on it, got dry eyes, skipped heartbeats, arthritis like pain in finger joints and thin papery skin. It was a classic omega-6 deficiency symptoms fixed it by taking more omega-6s and decided to make a blend that is better balanced than flax oil and that's what we call udo's oil love so that's that's a short version of the the journey (laughs) love it yeah and you certainly found your purpose and look where it brought you i mean most people in the health world know udo's choice we all know what that is well i think not nearly enough but a few people know. I can see that too. Exactly. So why are fats so important for the body? Well, first of all, fats are part of what we, what in nutrition is called the three pillars of nutrition. And the three pillars are proteins, carbs, and fats. And from fats, really from oils, fats are hard at room temperature, oils are liquid at room temperature. This chemical structure is similar. Um, From oils, there are two nutrients that are essential in the sense that your body can't make them, but you have to have them to be to live and be healthy. If you don't get enough, your health goes down. And if you don't get enough long enough, you die. I mean, these are really important building blocks for body construction. If you are going down, your health is going down because you're not getting enough, but you bring them back in adequate quantities before you die, then all the problems that come from not getting enough are reversed. So if you make sure here at your mouth that you that all of the building blocks that are essential land in your body, life knows how to make a body that's, that works, that's mm-hmm. healthy. Mm-hmm. So why are they important? Because two, these two, omega-6 and omega-3, are essential by that definition. You have to have them to live and be healthy. Not only are they fuel, and omega-3s are the best fuel of any of the fuels, of carbs or fats or proteins. The amino acids can become fuels if necessary. But they have the highest energy fuel. They turn on fat burning in the body. They turn off fat production in the body. They're part of cell membrane structure. There's membranes that surround every cell. They increase energy for the cells. So all the cells work better, especially omega-3s. And out of omega-3s and omega-6s, the body makes a whole bunch of 
derivatives in the body that regulate cell activity on a moment-to-moment -moment basis, 24-7, 365, lifelong. And it makes, out of omega-3s especially, it actually makes anti-inflammatory and antioxidant molecules that are like spark control for the fire of life. And you need both the fire and just spark control. And omega-3s, 80% are burned as fuel and 20% are converted in the body into spark control. It's the only molecule in nutrition that gives you both fuel and spark control. Everything else, carbs and, and other fats and proteins, if you use them for fuel, they don't give you spark control. Your spark control has to come from other molecules. But omega-3s do both. This is like magic. I don't amazing. know who came up with that, but it's amazing. <laughs> so they're really important for lots of reasons. Absolutely. And we can go on, I'm sure. What are okay. some unhealthy fats that we should avoid and what exactly do they do to the body? Okay. The fats we should avoid fundamentally, fried oils, fry health. That's my little slogan, fried oils, fry health. Love it. Repeat after <laughs> me, fried oils, fry health, fried foods, fry health. <laughs> Frying is the dumbest thing we've ever invented in terms of health to do to our foods. You know, in nature, the standard is fresh, whole, raw, organic. You never see a squirrel with a frying pan. <laughs> right. I'd love right? to you see that. You might see a squirrel in a frying pan, but you won't see it with a frying pan. Right. Right. Everything fresh, whole, raw, organic. That's nature's mandate for eating for health. So frying is really, 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 really dumb. You burn the food, you damage the oils, you change molecules into something that never existed in nature. And they interfere with what needs to go on. If they get into your body, they interfere with what needs to go on in your cells. And so they interfere with the flow of life through your body. And uh, they're hard to get rid of because they never existed in nature. So life never made a breakdown program for them. So they get you inflammation and higher risk of cancer. And inflammation is, is part of just about every degenerative diseases on the planet. Right. So super, 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 super important. That's number one. Number two, the cooking oils because of the damage done to those oils by industry. And the way that works is they, they want the oil to have a long shelf life. By nature, these oils have the short shelf life. They're the most sensitive molecules. They need the most care, but we give them the least care. But the industry wants a long shelf life because then they can make it wherever you are. Where are you? I'm in Idaho. In Idaho. So they can make them in Idaho, Boise, Idaho, Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. <laughs> Whatever. And they could sell them in Johannesburg and they could sell them in New York and they could sell them in Buenos Aires and they could sell them in Japan. Right. So you have a huge market that gets you uh, economies of scale and potentially huge profits. So they want, but you have to have a shelf life and by nature, they have a short shelf life. So they treat the oil with sodium hydroxide, which is very corrosive base. Then with phosphoric acid, a very corrosive acid. Then they bleach them. That makes them rancid. Now they stink. They smell bad. So they have to deodorize them or de-stinkerize them. And to do that, they have to heat the oil to frying temperature. So those oils are fried before they go in the bottle. Then they put them in plastic bottles and that plastic leaches into oils. Yep. And so they're damaged before you even buy them. And then you, you damage them more in your frying pan. It's like, ay, 
what are we thinking? Right. <laughs> right. So I asked the in- industry, why do you do that? Why do you damage them? When you know it does damage, why do you treat them like that? Well, the guy said to me, because we can get rid of half the pesticides in the oil. And I got poisoned by pesticides. I'm saying, oh, my God, half the pesticides stay in the oil. I didn't even know there were pesticides in the oil. Right. So I said, why don't you start with organically grown seeds? And he had no answer for that. And he stopped and it was like long silence. And he said, I don't know what your problem is. It's only 1% damage. It's 99% good. And what the hell, if you got 99% on an exam, you'd be happy. Damn happy, actually, he said. Wouldn't you? And I thought, okay, maybe I'm overreacting. So I did the math. When in doubt, do the math. Right. Right. So I figured out if I have a tablespoon of an oil that's 1% damaged, how many damaged molecules will be in that tablespoon of oil? Take a guess. Tablespoon of oil, 14 grams, 15 milliliters. Take a guess. Half a million. Half a million. Okay, let's say a million. Makes the math easier, okay? Okay. (laughs) So it isn't a million. Add three zeros for a trillion. Add three more zeros for a a quadrillion. Add three more zeros for quintillion. And it's 60 quintillion damaged molecules if it's 1% damaged. So you'd underestimate it the amount of damage done to those oil by 60 trillion times. So if the oil is 60 times, 60 trillion times more damaged than you thought it was, is that, is that cause for pause? Absolutely. Think using those oils. I, I ask people when I do lectures, I ask people that they're always more than a billion times lower the, the estimates. Wow. And so you're underestimating the damage you're doing by a huge number. So I said, well, look at if you're going to the on the airport, you're going to going home for the holidays. Somebody tells you, you know, by the way, did you know that your chance of crashing and dying was a billion times higher or in your case, 60 trillion times higher than you thought it was? Would you get on the airplane? So I I asked him in Ireland, I said, you know, I would canoe back to Canada. (laughs) Right. You know. That wouldn't, my chances wouldn't be that good, but I, I would take those odds if it was really that, that much higher. And, and I do that because I want you to understand how many damaged molecules. It's more than a million damaged molecules for every one of your body's 60 trillion cells. That's wow. on one tablespoon. If you take two to four a day, which is normal, you got to multiply that in. Then you fry them. You got to probably multiplied by another three to six times, then you do it for 30 years. And if you're doing it for 30 years, you got to multiply that number by about 11,000, which is the number of days in 30 years. And that's the number of damaged molecules you're introducing into your body mm-hmm. from using oils and damaged oils and damaging them further in your frying pan. What are and when I the... when I found those numbers, I thought, man, we should we should make oils with health in mind. I can't get healthy on oils like that, and that's where the incentive came from. When I did those numbers, that's where the incentive came from to develop a method for making oils with health in mind. That's that's basically is my claim to fame. I developed mm-hmm. a method where the oils are protected from light, from oxygen, from heat, organically grown seeds and nuts in glass bottles, in a box, refrigerated in the factory and the store and at home, never used for frying, added to foods after they come off the heat. 
I love that. But, the best fat we could possibly get <laughs> coming from yeah. you, someone omega who's three truly... and omega six, and in the right ratio of omega six to omega three, because flax oil can make you omega six deficient. You got to have the ratio right because they compete in some ways in the body. Right, and you have so, all the ratios figured out in the bottle. Everything's we, good to go. Yeah, we did. That's that's the idea. Yeah, love it. And then, what yeah. are some of the worst fats that we're talking? The oils. So are okay, we so we've canola? done two. One is one is the fried oils. Second is the the um, the damage done by industry. Third is the trans fats. Everybody knows that by now, but they're still in foods that don't need uh, labels. And and the trans fats uh, double risk of heart attack, increase risk of diabetes, interfere with reproduction in both male and female animals. And uh, they now need to be labeled and slowly they're being removed from the diet, but they were in the diet for almost a hundred years without the requirement for labeling. The industry put one over on the FDA uh, or how, however, however that happened, but they didn't need to be labeled. And then saturated fats have a get a bad rap because they can make platelets more sticky and they can uh, that which takes you towards di uh, heart attack, stroke, embolism, and they make you more insulin resistant, which takes you towards diabetes. But not so fast. Omega threes that most people don't get enough of make you more insulin sensitive, so they take you away from diabetes, and they make your platelets less sticky, so they take you away from stroke, heart attack, and uh, and embolism. So it would be fair to say that saturated fats only cause you problems when you are omega-3 deficient and 99% of the population doesn't get enough omega-3s for optimum health. So blame that on omega-3 insufficiency rather than the saturated fats. And if you, if you optimize your intake of omega-3 and 6 in the right ratio, undamaged, organic, no pesticides, and not damaged by your food prep prep then you can eat saturated fats without problems love that right? very important so that's number four mm -hmm. yeah now when you talk about all the oils because your next question was which are the best worst oils all of the oils have been the same same process they're all damaged they're all damaged so what i did is i don't use any of those oils ever i use my oil I have it in the fridge. I add it to foods after they after they come off heat. If I'm cooking, I mostly eat raw, actually, uh, mostly plant based, mostly raw. I'm 80 and I'm in pretty good shape for a, for an for an old codger. You know, <laughs> I am I am a bona fide member of the old Coots Club. I <laughs> love that. <laughs> yeah. And and I'm pretty good for 80. I have lots of energy and, you know, pretty active. Um, all on raw, mostly plant-based whole foods, organic. Amazing. Yeah. So, and uh, yeah, I feel like I'm just getting started. So I don't use any of those oils simply because the more omega-3 they have in them, the more damage, because they're damaged five times quicker than omega-6s. The more omega-6s they have, the worse. The only oil that isn't damaged by processing that's widely available is extra virgin olive oil but it has virtually no omega-3s and only about 10% omega-6. Hmm. The omega-9 
and the saturated fats that you find in fats and oils, those two your body can make out of sugar and starch. They are not essential for health. Right. So, and, and we saw yeah, so, the low fat craze, right? Take over what in the early nineties, late eighties. No, no, no. It was, it started before. in 70, 77 with the McGovern report, 79 mm. that came out. And they basically put carbs on the bottom as the, the, the food you should eat the most of and oils on top of what you should eat the, the least of in the food pyramid. And uh, fundamentally, they blamed the oils for what should have been blamed on the damage done by processing and food preparation. But they didn't talk about that. And then using that stupid pyramid, 20, you know, overweight went from 20, no, from 20, in 20 years, went from 25 to 60% of the population became overweight and nobody blamed the fats, even though it was clear they were lowering fat intake and they were raising carb intake and the overweight that came from it was not blamed on the carbs. Right. And that has to do with politics and you know, the, the food industries. And if you're a government, you can't say bad things about an industry, even if, even if the, the results of that industry are not good for health. So they, the government protects the interest uh, instead of protecting the consumers. They do yeah. it on our tax and they do it on the consumer's tax money. Hmm, something wrong with that picture. <laughs> Definitely. So talking about the low fat craze, what are some of yeah. the health risks of a low fat diet? Well, if you, if you had no fat in your diet, it would kill you if you stayed on it long enough. Because these essential nutrients that you wouldn't be getting, omega-3 and 6, you wouldn't be getting any if you had no fat in your diet because they only come from fats and oils, right? right. So, and the low-fat diet will just kill you only slower. Depends on how low it is. But you get uh, dry, uh, uh, dry skin and low energy levels is one of the very common signs of having too little fat in your diet. And a lot of vegans used to be low on low fat diets. And I told them that that's the one mistake you're making, uh, you know, uh, plant-based whole food eating has health benefits, but you gotta have enough of the right kind of fats. And when they, ch when they got the fats in, you know, they would, they would get back in touch with me, say, it's amazing. My dry skin is gone and I have a ton of energy. It's literally, it's that simple. Mm -hmm. But everything else falls apart if you don't get enough fats in your diet. Mm -hmm. You know, these again, it's only about omega-3 and omega-6, made with health in mind, essential for health and for life. You gotta make sure that you get enough. Keto diets, you know, are uh, are not sustainable if they don't prioritize in that diet the importance of omega-3 and omega-6 for health. And they tend to just do saturated fats because they have a long shelf life and they don't have to fuss with them. The omega-3 and 6 are fussy. And so you have to take care of them. And if you, in, if you optimize those, then the keto diet is, is sustainable. But you have to get the omega-3s and 6s because everything else is optional. 3 and 6 is not optional. You've got to have those. Everything else your body can make out of sugar and starch or get from the food supply. But three and six, you got to have. So anyway, uh, after I did the oils, the next worst thing happening on the diet is digestion. 
So if I can go there for a second, um, you know, fundamentally, because the oils are damaged by the processing and by food preparation. Digestion falls apart because we cook our food. Because right. raw foods have enzymes in them that do 60% of the digestion of the food for you if you chew it properly. And they have on them, if you're living in nature, they have probiotics on them. And those get killed when you cook the food. So when you destroy the enzymes and kill the probiotics that have important functions in your digestive system, you need to replace them. Absolutely. So if you cook your food, you need to replace the, the probiotics and the enzymes. And, uh, and so I started working with probiotics and enzymes and uh, with fiber, which only comes from plants, that is also really important. Lots of antioxidants and good food for the probiotics. So very important for digestion. And then the third thing I did was, oh, then bitters would also be helpful in digestion. Yes, because yes, I love bitters. <laughs> yeah, that that would be the fourth thing. I little literally drink them out of the bottle, like little swigs out of a yeah. out of a bottle. You know, so you're f talking about you want digestion to improve, probiotics, digestive enzymes, fiber, and bitters. So I worked started working with those, and then I went on to greens, because greens are the foundation of everything. Yes, you know, the the plants make animals you know all the animals we eat like a, like cows are made out of grass so milk is made out of grass and a steak is made out of grass and there's enough protein and enough minerals and enough vitamins and enough everything in the grass right to be able to make all that so uh so I, then i and so greens are the foundation of of all life on the planet so i started working with portable powdered greens to make it a little easier for people when they're traveling to get their to get to eat their to eat their salads so to speak right and then one last question for you yeah. so yeah. you you mentioned flax where are the yeah. primary sources you get your healthy fats from to the udo's choice is it flax well oil? there are always two yeah no there are always two two sources. One is the seeds and nuts that contain the oils that contain the essential fatty acids. And most seeds and nuts have omega-6s in them. Only a few have omega-3s in them. Okay. Um, the, uh, so that's, that's, the, that's the natural source. But I can't get enough, I can't get optimum intake of omega-6 and omega-3 on seeds and nuts. I tried it in summer. I need less oil in summer than in winter, because in winter, a lot of it gets burned for heat, if you're in a place where it gets cold in winter. And I need two or three tablespoons in, in summer, and I need about four tablespoons in winter. So even in California, where I did this experiment on myself, when I only ate flax seeds for omega-3s and then sunflower and sesame for omega-6, and get them in the same ratio they're in the, in the oil, I could only eat about eight tablespoons. Flax absorbs six times its weight in, in water. So you wow. get a lot of stuff from eating it. So uh, I could not keep my skin from getting dry, even in summer in a warm climate. Amazing. And so I need more oil than I could get from seeds and nuts. Maybe some people get enough. 
How do you measure it? You want to measure your skin. If your skin is dry, you need more oils. In winter, it shows up more than in summer. And in dry places, it shows up more than in humid places. Right? So that's how we measure it because skin gets them last and loses them first because they have such important functions in your glands and organs that they get priority on whatever supply you're bringing in. The body is so smart. It's always giving yeah, yeah. us messages and telling us what it needs. We just have to listen. That's the problem. Yeah, we, we don't listen. Yeah. yeah well, we, we have to know what this, what the symptoms mean. Yes. Right. So that we can address them, but absolutely. You know, how long have we been in nature? You know, my line, you know, my line of ancestor goes all the way back four and a half billion years. If you yeah. believe that life only began once on the planet. Right. And uh, there's pretty good evidence to that if you look into the genetics of it and how related the genetics all the way from the blue green algae or the green algae from way back then that all the way to the present time there is there's genetics that has been sustained through all of that. So there's an unbroken line of successes four and a half billion years that I am the heir to that I am the the present product of and unless i live in line with nature and my nature i'm going to screw it up exactly and i could and i could screw up four and a half billion years of success just by being stupid about how i live i think a lot of us have done that and hopefully we're learning a little more these yeah. days now lucky, Udo, yeah, lucky for us we get pain when we get out of line and then pain said gets our attention and said okay what i something needs to change here and then we got to figure out how to change it so that we are in line living in line you can't live out of line with nature and and stay continue to be healthy can't 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 so true that's a, a good Sorry. thing to end on right there do you have I any announcements or resources you wanted to share uh i think the people who set this up for me uh gave you what whatever that was and i don't know what that was yeah, it's uh, some kind of course that you have, which I have yeah. linked to. Is there any okay. other announcements or anything you wanted to share no. with us where people can find you? Oh, uh, yeah, Udo's Choice, U-D-O-S Choice.com. That's the website where we talk about products. And then the other website is UdoErasmus.com. I'm in the process of turning health and human nature into teachable fields because you know, it's about time that we knew ourselves better than our neighbors. Yeah, you know, very we true. know our neighbors, we, you know, talking about gossip, right? We know our neighbors better than we know ourselves. Right. And if we don't get present in how incredible it is to be alive and fully enjoy that, we're wasting a gift that only we can enjoy that life gave us. And so I, I think it's time we got to came to terms because the peace and the love and the inspiration and the purpose that uh, need to be focused for betterment. We we carry those inside, but we're looking for them outside because we're not doing our homework. And so I'm 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 throwing my hat in the ring on that topic because that is even more neglected than the topic of fats and the topic of digestion. 
That's something that's a great note to end on. I think you're yeah. very holistic. There's so many things that we could talk about. And I appreciate you for getting into the subject on the truth about fats, because this in itself, as you know, is very important and very neglected, like you said. So thank you again so much, Udo, for being on and sharing all that. Well, thank you, Riley. It's been been a blast. Thanks for letting me uh, hold forth. <laughs> on what I've of what on what I've learned so far. Yes, thank you for sharing your wisdom and everything happened for a purpose. Here you are today, yep. right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay. We'll take care and, and thank you again. and and thank you for being an amplifier on the assumption that this is a useful message. Of course, absolutely. Yeah. Hey there! Thanks for listening. You can find me on Instagram at Gut Expert Riley on Facebook at The Gut Pharmacist, same spelling as this podcast, on YouTube at The Gut Pharmacist, and my website is holisticriley.podia.com, where you can find information on working with me, my background, and more helpful information to feel empowered in your journey.